0: This week, I am talking about how to become a top rated freelancer on Upwork. Are you ready? Let's go! What is up, everybody? Welcome to another week, another episode of the Self-Made Web Designer Podcast. We've, we've got a special one this week. I'm talking all about how to become a top-rated freelancer on, on Upwork. And, and doing that for me was a game changer. It was like almost overnight. I went from clawing and scratching to find and win clients on the platform to having them show up in my inbox, magically ready to pay me. There's something really magical about having that little blue badge next to your name on your Upwork profile, but they don't just hand out the top rated freelancer status. To anyone. No, it takes some work and intentionality. But this week on this episode, we're talking about it. I'm going to tell you exactly how you can become a top rated freelancer on Upwork so that you too can go on to start magically getting clients on the platform and getting bigger and bigger, higher paying projects. But the before we dive in, I gotta tell you about a course that is coming up called Upwork for Web Designers. That's right. I'm giving you all of my secrets on how I went from being a newcomer to web design to becoming a top rated freelancer, making on average about $5,000 per web design project on the platform. So go to Upwork for Web Designers. Dot com sign up for an interest list there's going to be some more information coming out in this month it's happening very soon and you don't want to miss out on it because the course is going to open for a little bit and then it is going to close so go to upwork for webdesigners.com and sign up for some more information all right are you ready to talk about how to become a top-rated freelancer on upwork? All right, let's do it. Before we dive into deep, let's chat about the benefits of what you get from being a top-rated freelancer on the Upwork platform. Consider this like a little carrot to keep you motivated to finally reaching that milestone yourself if you haven't already done so. The big things that you get are you you get reduced fees on their featured projects, so you're not having to give them back as much money on those featured projects if you're a top-rated freelancer. You get more control over your job success score, which is like Upwork's freelancer rating system, which actually plays a big role in your top-rated freelancer status. And you also get invitations to propose on jobs that are handpicked for you by Upwork talent specialists. And listen, all all of those things are great, but the best thing about being a top-rated freelancer on Upwork is that you will get more work. Hands down, full stop, period. There are clients out there who are looking only for freelancers with that top-rated status. And and clients can't specifically request for top-rated freelancers, but they can request that you have a job success score of 90% or above, which is basically like saying, don't apply if you're not top Rated. For me personally, the number of jobs and interest from clients that I got as a freelancer went up drastically when I became a top-rated freelancer on Upwork. So this is no small thing, and and it can really change the game for you on the platform. So, okay. Now that you know, and and you're sufficiently motivated, let's talk about what it takes to become a top rated freelancer on the Upwork platforms. There's there's really two sides to this. Okay. There's the part where we've got Upwork's requirements and, and that's what they're telling us we need to do to become a top rated freelancer. And the other side of this is the strategy that we need to have to make sure that we are meeting Those requirements. And and Upwork has a list of things they want you to do before you're even considered for the top rated program. But but th- that's just the tip of the iceberg, okay? Y- you can't just memorize what it takes for you to become a top-rated a freelancer and then expect that it'll just magically happen. That's like learning everything you can about nutrition and exercise and expecting to lose weight without actually working out or eating right. You- you've got to have a game plan, and then you've got to stick to it. So we're going to go over what's required of you by Upwork to become a top-rated freelancer. But Almost more important than that is you just learning how to become a really, really good freelancer that clients love working with. Upwork keeps a lot of how they calculate things and how they give out these badges secret because they want you to worry less about status and focus more on treating your clients really well and doing really good work work. If you just do a good job as a freelancer and treat your clients with top-notch service, you will almost naturally become a top-rated freelancer. Okay, that's my stump speech. Now let's first talk about what Upwork's requirements are, what they are looking for. So here's what Upwork says they're looking for. The the first thing is that you've got to have a job success score of 90% or above. Your job success score is Upwork's rating system for freelancers, and they base the score they give you on a number of different things. But the main idea is that they're looking for freelancers who earn good money, get good feedback, both public feedback and private feedback, and they have customers that stick around for a long time or even come back for repeat Business. They say they calculate your job success score or JSS for short like this. They take your successful project outcomes and they subtract your negative project outcomes. Then they take that number and they divide it by the total outcomes that you have for all of your project. And that is what you get in your percentage for your job success score. It it takes a bit for your JSS to be calculated. So it's not going to show up right away. And they actually say that you have to have maintained a JSS of 90% or above for 13 of the last 16 weeks. That means you don't just become a top rated freelancer. The instant you get your 90% rating. It takes a little bit of time. The the second thing that they're looking for is that your first hire on Upwork was more than 90 days ago. And, And hear that again, your first hire was more than 90 days ago. That isn't when you first signed up for Upwork. That's when you got your first job. And they're wanting to make sure that your success on a project wasn't an accident, right? The only way to do that is by waiting until some time has passed and you've got a few projects under your belt. It's similar to the advice that I give my young daughters, right? So here's what I tell them. I say, wait at least 24 hours before you decide if you like a boy. By then, the meds will have worn off and you've got a better chance of seeing they're crazy. Okay, it's silly advice for daughters, but I think that's the kind of thing that Upwork is going for in their 90-day from your first hire policy. The, the third thing is that you have to have your profile 100% complete. When I was first given my top rated status, I actually got an email from an employee f- at Upwork that told me they wanted to give me the top rated status, but I had to finish my profile first. And listen, I'm not the best at filling out forms and I'd rather be out there looking for work or, or actually doing the work. So I get it if you have hesitancy to fill out your profile completely, but it's an important step to becoming a top rated freelancer. So just do it. The fourth thing is that you have to have earned at least $1,000 in the last 12 months. There's a very real tie between the amount of money you make and how good of a freelancer you are. Think, Think about it for a second. If you're good, you'll get more jobs and be able to command higher rates from clients, which means you'll make more money. The fifth thing that they're looking for is that you have up-to-date availability. You have the option of turning on or off your availability on your profile. And that lets Upwork know that you're open to new work and that they can send more clients your way. So be sure that you update that as it changes. And the sixth and final thing that they're looking for is that you've got some activity on the platform in the past 90 days. You've either uh, sent in a proposal, accepted an invitation, or you've got some earnings. Upwork is looking to reward freelancers who are actively using their platform. So after all, like those freelancers are making an effort to use the platform and they're earning Upwork money. (laughs) And I actually once lost my top rated status because I hadn't been on a project in like 90 days. And I I got the notice. I went in and bid on a project and poof, the top rated status showed up again. All right. So that's all of the requirements to become a top rated freelancer from Upwork. Now let's talk about what it takes to actually accomplish all of those things. Let's talk about some strategy to make sure you're meeting those marks. The first thing that is important to do to make sure you become a top rated freelancer on Upwork is you don't want to say yes to a project without digging a little bit deeper. Okay, it may seem counterintuitive, but you need to be careful about which projects and clients you actually say Yes, to. And at first, it's easy to get sucked into the idea that you just need to take whatever project you can. You you get excited when someone's interested in working with you, and then all of a sudden you got rose colored glasses and you start ignoring the warning signs. And so you need to make sure that you're really looking into a few things before you make the decision to move forward with the project. And there are really two things that you should look at. The, The first one is whether or not the client will be easy to work with. And the second thing is whether or not you can give the client what they really need. There are nightmare clients everywhere. So you've got to be careful that you don't just say yes to someone who has impossible standards and is equally impossible to please. So make sure that you're looking for signs all throughout the process, right? Do they have harsh language in their job postings? That's a sign that they might be a horrible client to work with. Do they constantly talk over you in the interview and dismiss what you have to say? That's a sign that they might be a really tough client to work with. Do they have impossible expectations that no freelancer could adhere to no matter what skill level? They have, that's a pretty sure sign that they're going to be an impossible client to deal with. These are all things you need to look for as signs that you're about to deal with a nightmare client. You also need to make sure that you're able to give the client what they really need as a freelancer. And that means you'll be able to deliver the type of thing that they're asking for you to deliver within the timeframes that they've given you. If a client needs something done within a month and you know you won't be able to get to their project for three and a half weeks, right? Like it's not a good idea to say yes to the project. That will almost certainly end up in a busted project with bad feedback and a disappointed client. You also need to be fairly confident that you'll be able to figure out how to do what they're asking you to do, even if it's something outside of your skill set, right? This doesn't mean you have to be an expert freelancer with expert level skills and whatever it is that you're doing for this client. In fact, I had only been freelancing as a web designer for a little over a year when I got my top rated status. So trust me, I was not an expert, but I knew the general idea of things that I could figure out if I were given the chance. I also knew the things that I should not say yes to, right? And when I didn't know for sure, I'd actually ask my friends who had been doing what I was doing for longer than I I had I would I would straight up say, "Do you think this would be too much for me?" right? And I would let my friends give me honest feedback. Sometimes the answer was, "Yes, Chris, you shouldn't do this. This is going to get you into a lot of trouble." And sometimes they'd encourage me for, to go for it even though I didn't feel super confident. So it's important to have a good community that you can get solid feedback from as a freelancer, especially when you're trying to become a top-rated freelancer on Upwork. Trust me, it it is not worth it to take on a job with a bad client or a project that's too far outside of your skills to pull off. It will come back to haunt you in the worst way, and it could be the difference between you becoming a top-rated freelancer on Upwork or not. Number two, the second thing that is important to do to become a top-rated freelancer on Upwork is this. You've got to over-communicate and set clear expectations up front. I I can't stress this enough. You have to make sure that you understand exactly what your client is looking for, and then also communicate exactly what you are able to give them before you say yes to a project. Not in the middle, not at the end, not a little bit after you've started. You're not trying to pull the wool over the eyes once they've committed to pay you. So tell me if this sounds familiar, right? Sometimes when I'm really excited about a project, I find myself having a tug of war with my brain. My brain says, but, but wait, Chris, this thing that they're asking for isn't really clear. You should stop and ask them to clarify. And then my response is, shut up, brain. We can figure this out. Stop being such a dork, okay? And that has always got me into trouble. And hopefully there are more people out there than just me who have that inner dialogue and that inner struggle. You need to have a crystal clear idea of what the client's expectations are from the very beginning. And and here are two questions that will help you with this tremendously. The first one is, what does done look like? What does finished look like? The second one is, what would a home run on this project look like? The first one, what does done look like? That tells you the client's minimum expectations. That way you don't have to guess at whether or not you should ask for the contract to be closed or for them to release a milestone. And then the second question, what would a home run on this project look like? tells you what you can do to go above and beyond the client's expectation. And that's what we're trying to do for them, right? We're trying to wow them with our final product so that they can give us some really good feedback. And on, on your end, you need to make sure that you clearly communicate your limitations. If, if you're unsure of whether or not you'll be able to do something that they've asked you to do, you got to tell them. If, if you're going on vacation right in the middle of the project, you got to tell them. <laughs> something a friend of mine coached me on as a freelancer when I was first getting started was this, is that you have to underpromise and over-deliver. You should never pitch yourself to a client as a freelancer that can make all of their dreams come true, right? That's impossible for anyone to accomplish, no matter how good of a freelancer you are. So so make sure that you're clear about your limitations and you're honest with your clients about your abilities. I would often tell my clients, I've never done this thing that you're asking me to do before, but I I can work to figure it out. And, And if for some reason... I can't figure it out. You and I can come up with another solution. If that feels okay to you, then let's move forward with this project. If you want to know for sure that I'm going to be able to accomplish this, I have no problem with you finding somebody else and I can refer you to someone. A lot of times the clients would come back and say, thank you for your honesty. Let's move forward. Every once in a while, they would say, no, I really need to make sure that the person I'm hiring knows exactly how to do this. And, and that is totally fine. I would rather them say that at the very beginning beginning, then get into the middle of a project when everything's already started rolling on the Upwork side, and then all of a sudden go, you know what, I'm sorry, I'm just not going to be able to do that. It, this leaves you sounding confident in your ability to figure things out without overselling your abilities, and clients will appreciate the honesty. Number three, do exactly what you say you will, and then do a little bit More. Once you've vetted your clients and their projects, and then you've communicated clearly with them about their expectations and your limitations, it's now time to get to work and deliver five star services. So, this means you stick to things like deadlines and deliverables. So, when you say you're going to show up for a call, show up for a call. When you say you're going to give them something, give it to them exactly how you said you would. But it also means that you go a little bit above and beyond to bring that wow factor. Does this mean that you let your client take advantage of you and, and work for free? Absolutely not. But it does mean that you do something unexpected or something that most other freelancers wouldn't. You're trying to stand out to your clients in such a way that when you ask for them to give you feedback on Upwork, they don't have any hesitation about talking you up. So how can we do this? So say for instance, you're rebuilding a website for a client. You could throw in some social media templates for them that match their new branding style. And you can find something on Envato elements or creative market and kind of make it a little bit more similar to their brand. And it shouldn't take you a lot of work, but it's something that can show the client, man, they've really gone above and beyond in this. Let's say you're troubleshooting an issue on a client site. Go ahead and fix that issue and then fine tune something else within their site. And listen, you don't want to go overboard after all, You might do something that they don't ask you to do and it messes up some game plan for them, okay? So you've gotta be careful. I once had a boss in high school tell me that good employees do things you ask them to do, but great employees do the things you didn't ask them to do. And the same is true for freelancers. The fourth and final thing is that you've got to communicate to your client just how important their feedback on Upwork is to your career as a freelancer. Every time I close a project, I make sure that I let the client know just how impactful both their public and their private feedback is to me as a freelancer on Upwork. And I'm not trying to manipulate them into giving me good feedback. Hopefully by now... I've done all of these things, I've vetted them, I've communicated expectations and limitations and I've gone over and above. And so they're more than willing to give me good feedback. But a lot of times a a client just isn't thinking about it, right? You are not on the top of their mind, right? They're not waking up thinking about, oh, I wonder how the freelancer I hired is doing. No, they're thinking about their lives. They're thinking about the project that they've got to get finished. And a lot of times they might just not realize how important it is for you to get good feedback from the client. So you've got to make sure that you communicate just how helpful it would be if they would close out the contract and leave some good feedback for you on the platform. Listen, if you do these four things, you will naturally become a top-rated freelancer on Upwork. And my encouragement to you is to think less about gaming the Upwork rating system and focus more on having a good strategy that you stick to to deliver the type of service that makes clients more than willing to give you the type of feedback that makes you a top-rated freelancer. At the end of the day, Upwork's goal with their job success score and their top-rated status, all of their systems is that they wanna put the best freelancers in front of the best opportunities. And that's good business for them. And that's good news for you, because I know you are one of the best freelancers and that you can do this if you're intentional and you stick with it. You gotta be careful about who you say yes to. You gotta make sure that you're over-communicating to clients at the very beginning of every project. You gotta make sure that you're doing what you can to go above and beyond with your clients. And when it's all said and done, you've gotta finish it up with an appeal for the client to give you good feedback. Do that long enough and you will one day find yourself with that fun, little, magical, top-rated badge. All right, that is it for this week. I hope that this information and this insight is helpful. And I know that no matter where you are at, if you stick with it and keep working, you are going to become a top rated freelancer on Upwork. Well, next week, we have got another great episode. It's going to be a lot of fun. Make sure you're staying up with me. We should just have a a stay up and listen to the self-made web designer party at midnight. Okay. We'll do it together. It'll be a lot of fun. We'll make some popcorn. We'll jump on our PJs. Okay. You know what? That's going a little bit overboard. I hope you have a great week. We're actually going to roll out another episode on Friday called Freelancer Fridays. So stay tuned for that Keep going on your hard work as a web designer. Don't forget if you don't quit, you win.